What's going on, family? What, what's happening? What's going down with Shaking? This is Jonathan Harding, and I'm talking to my beloved cousin, James Watson. What's going on, brother? How are you? How are you? Good to talk to you, cuz. Man, listen, you know, I love you very much, and I respect you. And you you hit me up. You was like, man, we need to talk about this religion piece, man. And I was like, yeah. religion? You know, you know I've been out the Matrix for years. Why are you, why are you trying to stir up trouble, Edwin? What's, you know what I mean, <laughs> Mr. Watson? Why are you... <laughs> So, so tell tell me why you wanted to bring this topic up, man. You know it's sensitive. Yeah, I mean, I, I know it is, and uh, and the thing is, you know, I consider myself at this point to be out of the matrix. Not something I really wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and just uh, as you know, let's just get my background. You know, uh, my mom's parents and my dad's parents are, are pastors. Yeah. Uh, both sides. Um, my dad will be moving into pastorship himself. Wow. Um. You know, I mean, you you know, I mean, growing up, I was in that, that kid that was in church every day. Yeah. You know, I, I was heavy into it. I used to go to church and preach. Uh, I was part of a group in high, high school. We used to in the mornings we would sing in front of the school, uh, praising and, and prayer. And all. I mean, it was it, I was really heavy into it. And um, and uh, like I had told you uh, before, uh, I pulled one of my Bibles out of out of a box just recently, um, and just and found one of the sermons that I had preached in front of the church. So it's um. So I was pretty heavy into it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think as I got older, um, when I got into my my later teens, um, I started to see more in the church. And I guess I started to realize that because I always looked at uh, leadership in the churches, you know, they, they patterned their life after Jesus, mm-hmm. as I did. But I saw how much stuff they did. So it caused me to question and, and now and, when you said stuff they did, I got I got I got a question. What are you talking about, man? They uh, we know how all churches go, man. The, the elders sleep with okay. church members. I got you. All they right, got a block and all. I, I mean, I saw a lot. You know, yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, regardless of that, I still I still have my faith. Sure. And thing is, I had uh, I come to the point where. I started to have questions because in reading, if you study the Bible hard enough, you read it enough, you see a lot of contradictions. You can't help it. Okay. You see a lot of contradictions. And I wanted myself to prove, I wanted to prove to myself and to others the validity of Christianity, the validity of Jesus, and um, to prove it without a shadow of a doubt. And the thing is, like, the more I studied, the more I studied, I only found information to the contrary to show me that. I mean, I, I can't find anything that, that proves anything that a man named Jesus walked this earth or or that the Bible is what we say, quote unquote, real or the stories are real. I mean, I just think they're uh, at this point, I feel like they're it's 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 more parables and, and stuff like that that live by basic instructions before leaving earth type deal. I mean, it, it's it, that's a good acronym for it, but I don't think it's a historical book. And um and the thing is, I asked people, you know, I, I went to pastors, to my the closest ones to me. And uh, and I got I really didn't get any, I didn't get any answers. They never had any answers. I got a lot of don't question God, uh, stuff like that, you know, just a dismissal. Right. And the more I got dismissed, the. Um, you know, the more I just. I just I say turn away from it. But the thing is, I really want it to be violent mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I have so many family members and friends that are really still heavy into it. And my thing is, I just want to know why. 
why are you so deep and heavy into it? Can you prove to me and help me? Because I want to know that it's real, but I'm not, I'm not seeing anything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm, my thing is I'm, 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 I have questions, you know what I mean? I'm on a quest for knowledge and I so, think all, all men and, and women should be. So, so here's the, here's the challenge that a lot of us who've walked that journey run into. You get to that fork mm-hmm. in the road and they're going to tell you, well, it's a basically they're going to say it's a belief system. You know, it's something right. that you use, you supposed to use, uh, you know, in your heart and not in your head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but the the, right. the challenge is y- y'all should have told us that from the beginning. Why you why you go tell us that all the animals on the planet got in one boat? You know what I mean? Like it's a historical fact. And then once yeah. we pull the covers up, it's all oh, we was just playing. It's really about faith. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? About, give me give me some intellectual honesty here, you know. And that's what when I went through that, when I, I did a similar path, I wrote three letters like we talked about before. One to mm-hmm. uh cat in Westminster Theological Seminary, one uh to uh, a minister in the church I was going to, one to a relative who was mm-hmm. a pastor. And uh yeah. basically that was the bottom line. It's like you just you just gotta have faith. <laughs> so is that right. is that not valid then? If, if let's just say we accept the fact there's no historical proof. It's just faith. Boom. It, so you can't just go on like, you know, peace, brother, and keep going? See, with me, that's, God didn't give me a mind to, to, to live that way. I've, I, if, he gave me a mind to think. Okay. And I'm a man. Um, I, I, I live off my senses. I see things. I hear things. I feel things. Right. And the thing is, I can't just... Go off of a. This is what it is. There's no proof. Now it's, it's one thing if it's something that's not important, but you want me to base my entire life right. off of this. You know what I mean? You want me to live a certain way, do certain things, all for the hopes of going somewhere to heaven mm-hmm. uh, that nobody, no man or woman, has ever gone to and come back and give us an account of how great it was. Hey, man, I just died, man. I spent a week up in heaven, man. And man, I'm just coming back here to tell you all how great it was. But I'm about to head back. No, nah, it, it never happened. Right. So so it's like. To me, like I was telling somebody else. Um, it's unfair for me. I feel like it's unfair that I have this mind to think so out of the box. You know, what I mean, if it's going to be punishment for me later on, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, God gave me this mind to think. Why is why is He going to give me this mind to think and to search for truth? And I can't. And I, that's what I, I went to God because I do believe in God. I just think He transcends all religion. Mm-hmm. I just think religion is man made and it's, it's, it's nonsense. But if you give me a mind to think and want to know and search, and then I search for truth and ask for truth, and this is what I'm getting, then why should I be punished if it goes contrary to what I was told before? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I said to somebody close to me, um, in the Bible, it says that blasphemy is a sin. It's an unforgivable sin. So pretty much saying there's no Jesus, whatever else is blasphemy. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, am I, so I'm doomed to hell because God gave me this mind to think and, and search and I'm not finding anything. And so now I have to go to hell because I didn't have this blind faith. It just doesn't make any sense to me. It just seems unfair. Right. I mean, that that's the thing. And, and if it was just 
a belief system, that would be cool. But tied to religion, there's also some behavior in the financial realm that's expected. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. We, we kind of talked about that. What's your thoughts about tithing and, uh, you know, the financial aspect of Christianity in the black community? Well, I mean, clearly the, the, the church as a whole has become big business. OK. Um, the Bible's to this day is still the number one sold book in history. Wow. You know what I mean, it's, uh, there's like over 20 translations in English alone okay. here, in the, here in the West. Um, the church uh, reported reported fund, funds from the, to the, the government said they report eighty three over eighty three billion dollars a year. Woo! And that's just reported. Wow. You know how many there are out there right. who don't report don't report everything. Right. But but financially, um, I mean, clearly the church has become big business. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's like it's they tell these these people that barely have anything. Come to church. Don't rely on don't rely on God to pay your bills. Give us ten percent, and if you don't have enough, rely on God. But they rely on you to pay their bills, right. not God, which is right. crazy to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the thing is, I was doing some research. You know, in PG County, you know where I grew up, mm-hmm. PG County, Maryland, there are three hundred and fifty churches in PG County. God alone. damn. Insane. Wow. And that's just one county in Maryland. One county. One county. There's 350 churches. Now, like I said to you before, if we take uh if we take down some of these churches and instead these same people invest that same money into building black business, right? The black community would change. I mean, it has no, no choice but to change. Mm-hmm. Because imagine if you took Half of those churches, just half, half of those 350, 175, mm-hmm. take 175 and convert those into businesses. I mean, because that's what they are anyway. Right. But just make them like real businesses, storefronts, whatever else. And have people invest in those. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, the change would be it would be crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, as you see, you go to to the church. You, you I mean, you know who the pastor's car is. It's the <laughs> best one on the lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's, it's it's wild to me because um, even some churches that I know of personally, you know, um, there are quite a few, and they have churches in 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 their in their houses, or they have churches in schools mm-hmm. and whatever else, and they have the building funds they've been getting together for fifteen to twenty years. But um, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Now it's like. Now, can we let's this is going to be the for lack of a better word, the the devil's advocate side of things. There Mm -hmm. was a time in our history in America where churches were a vital part uh, and they actually provided a service. You know, there was a time, you know, it might have been, you know, uh, 1800s or something, you know, what I mean, but there was a time when churches would build schools. Uh, There was a time when churches would provide, you know, uh, you know, uh, secondary education for people. Um, you know, they would feed people, um, clothe people. Uh, there was a time when the church, um, actually participated in the civil rights movement, which, you know, some people think was a good thing. Uh, I question Mm -hmm. that now that I'm older, I'm thinking, wow, you know, all the times, you know, uh, we spent marching and stuff, 
so we could sit in these different restaurants. And I know it wasn't supposed to be that. It's supposed to be equal access to resources. Uh, but anyway, right. so they did all this stuff, you know, with a good intention and everything. And, you know, we got certain rights as citizens in America. So, you know, people would argue that the church had a useful purpose as an organization mm -hmm. in the black society. Do you think that the church has outlived its usefulness? Um, see, the, the, what you talked about still happens today in some churches. There are still some good pastors who really care about people and are really um, believe wholeheartedly in the message that they're preaching and they go out and help people. I've seen that as well. I'm not saying that every church is, is horrible and I mean, it's, it's corrupt, but the corruption is, uh, is far more widespread. And I think that in this point, yeah, I think the, the usefulness at this point, it, it is, it is going away. Hmm. I mean, I mean, anybody would tell you that, uh, like, like I said, I still have a lot of friends in church. They'll tell you that churches are losing members. Okay. I mean, there aren't there aren't more people running to the church. There are more people going away from the church because um, the church is um, the church is the thing that drives them is like we talked about. It's faith. It's blind faith. Mm -hmm. But right now we have so many of these these younger people that are growing up in this information age where they know so much that you can't just hit them with blind faith mm. because now the question is always why, why. Why? When before was, you were never allowed to ask why. Right. You know what I mean? You weren't allowed to. But now these kids, these generation, they're like, why? Well, I don't I like how. Why? Tell me why. And uh, and because the church can't offer that, they're losing a lot of people. Yeah. And I think that's why the church format is changing and it's becoming more entertainment. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, they spend a lot of money on the the you know the audio visual systems and they got videos playing behind the pastor and they got these huge speakers that'll fucking deafen mm -hmm. you and, and all kinds yeah. of things. You know what I mean? I mean, isn't that, do you think that's why the format is changing? Oh, absolutely. Because the thing is, man, they'll tell you, they tell you, if you want to bring people in, get you a good band, <laughs> get wow. the music going and they will bring people in. I mean, cause people love it. I mean, I've, I've been to some services where that's most of what they did was just play music. Okay. The pastor, the, the preacher, like I visited church. He got up there. He talked like 15 minutes. Wow. But the whole time it was just music. It was like a concert. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and you know, that kept people up and excited and, and they, they get, made them give their money. And then know, you have to include the plays, right? They got the church plays oh, yeah, yeah. things. They got the dancing, which is getting more and more <laughs> salacious in my opinion. You know what I mean? Uh, they're doing everything but juggle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's going to start juggling in a minute. You know what I mean? You know, okay, Simba, jump through this hoop. You know, you know yeah. that raised the offering. You know. Man, my, uh, yeah, one of my close friends, he, um, he is, he's well out of the matrix. Okay. But, but he goes to church every Sunday because he gets paid. He's a musician. Wow, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he goes to church to get paid. And uh, he says he sits there every Sunday and looks at these people like, Are you guys fucking serious? Like, come on, man. Like, y'all yep. look like a bunch of idiots, man. Yep. Just running around, hooping and hollering, screaming, falling all over the floor. For, for what? Like, it's a show. Yeah. Last time I, one of the last times I went, I I was, you know, people, you know, people always say, come visit. All right, cool. Cause I'm not, I'm not afraid to, you know what I mean? Cause mm -hmm. like I told you, I really want to see, I want to give me some proof, some, some truth. 
last time I went to church, man, this guy, I went with my mom. Okay. <laughs> went to visit somebody else's, one of her friends' church. This guy, the pastor, gets up front and he gets to talking about. He's like, you know, and he's like, women, you got to dress properly. You can't come to church with your boobs all out. You know, men like that's that's where life comes from. It's attractive. You know, that's why men love sucking on titties so much. And oh, this is in front of Like, wow. 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 And he and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, yeah. And I don't see nobody running. And then like three or four people just jump up and start running around. The church. Wow. Pity statement. And then uh, then he has the kids come out. They, you know, they got a, like these strobe lights and everything. The kids come down these 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 uh these gowns and they're just dancing around the stage and all this other wow. stuff. Like, man, this I'm circus, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sitting there. I guess my mom could feel my vibe or whatever. Or she didn't even feel the vibe of that of that particular church. She looks over at me. Uh it's like, we can leave whenever you want to. I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I took my next breath. I was already up on my feet. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Go, nonsense man yeah i mean uh i i've when i was it took me a while to get out of the matrix it was like a year solid study but it was like i was you know you know like in the movie the matrix right neo kept shaking or whatever you know what i mean and so you know it was a couple of times when i was like shaking and uh, i think the biggest thing and this may sound weird and i don't think i mentioned this in our previous conversation the biggest thing that kind of shook my faith was I met people who were not Christians who were more righteous yeah. than I was. They were good people. They treated people with respect. They had good characters. But according to my faith, they're going to bust hell wide open. And Man. that didn't make sense. Man. You know what I mean? That, and I was like, ah. you know what I mean? Yeah. The, whole, that, that, the whole, I mean, all these people, millions of people, but, if you count them throughout history, because they don't follow this particular religion out of the millions they're probably in the in the history of man because they don't follow this particular religion i'm going to just say Susie q who i work with who's a very righteous person i would allow her to babysit my kids right she's right. gonna she's going in eternal flames because she don't that i said nah and I, you know it's like you waking up it's yeah. like you try to wake up and sleep i was like ah, you know what i mean you know right and yeah. the, the crazy thing, I, um, I asked that exact question yeah. to a pastor uh, in our family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I was like, uh, I said, so I have a friend who is atheist. Mm -hmm. This girl follows every commandment of the Bible without knowing the Bible. She's just a good person. She doesn't right. kill, doesn't, doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. But all know that one of the hardest things to change about any person is their belief system that they were raised in. Right. So she doesn't believe in any God or anything. Um, she just believes that we're here, you know, for the time we're supposed to live a good life and help others. That's what she believes. So I asked her, so this person who does not believe in any God, they have to go to hell for eternity and burn and suffer because and, and what I was told pushed me away even further. I was told, well, God knows your heart. I was like, oh my God. So you're telling me it's a big gray area. It's not black. 
So you can pre you can plea bargain. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. You know a heart. You know, can we just get five years, you know what I mean, with two years time served? Even the Republicans right. wouldn't see you to hell forever. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Like I, I don't get it. Um, I asked, asked, another, asked another family member just the other day, and I said, and this this family member told me, you know, I have family that's um, they say I have family that's uh, they're they're uh, Muslim. I have family that are Buddhist. I said I have family that are atheist. I said okay. Well, I'm sure, let me ask you a question. The, those family members of yours who don't follow Christ, they're all going to hell. According to the Bible, correct? And what he told me was, I, I, I can't say that. That's not on me. I, I can't judge. I said, well, God already judged according right. to the Bible. Right. That says going to hell. And he said, well, I can't make that kind of judgment. And my thing is, it's like, like I just said a few seconds ago, uh, with me, it's like, if I say that there's no Jesus, then I mean, I guess I'm doomed. I mean, there's really nothing I can do, but it's like I said, it's unfair to me because I was I didn't create my own mind. I was given this mind to to think and research and I went to search and this is what I came up with. So I think I think one of the biggest problems with that, like you said. People don't get out and meet enough people and they don't know enough people because the folks that I know, my my, my mom, my dad, all of their friends are Christians. Mm-hmm. I've never known their friends to come over to the house that were Muslim. I never know a friend of theirs that were atheists and everybody around them is Christian. Mm-hmm. So my thing, like myself, who went into the military, who traveled around the world, who has friends around the world. Um, I can't see these people who are good people having to suffer for eternity and quote unquote burn in hell all because they weren't raised in the same belief system I was. Right. I just don't think it doesn't make sense to me. Now you keep bringing up this point, and I think that we should we should like look at it very carefully. You keep saying mm-hmm. God didn't give me this mind to think. God didn't give me this mind to think. Why should I be condemned for for thinking? Now right. we have to look at this whole question in context. We were given Christianity when we were enslaved by the Europeans that came here in America. Right. And in order for you to stay in Christianity. You can't think too hard about certain things. <laughs> can't think now, too. <laughs> now, if you if you want to keep people enslaved, you don't want them thinking, do you? Right. Exactly. You I mean, don't want was, them was... thinking about their situation. You don't want them thinking, "Hey, why am I here? I don't deserve this. I should be free." You know, you wanna you want them to believe that, hey, you serve your master faithfully, and then you'll get freedom in the hereafter. Yeah, I mean, clearly, clearly, it's a religion of slavery. Yeah, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I mean, it's from my that, perspective, we was taught religion by the devil. Hey, absolutely. I mean, if you if you look at the, even the very beginning of the Bible, uh, uh, they were punished. Adam and Eve were punished for eating from the tree of knowledge, good and evil. Like, why would you not want somebody to have knowledge? Exactly. So, I mean. It's a clear thing. They say if you want to keep people enslaved, you don't educate them. Yep. So the thing is, there are a lot of Christian slaves because they don't educate themselves mm-hmm. on anything else. Growing up in my house, 
it was only Christian doctrine in the house, nothing else. Right. I don't know if I, I don't know if my parents have read anything other than the Bible mm-hmm. as far as study or, or, or Bible concordances and stuff like that. I don't, I don't see them reading anything about physics right. or biology, stuff that we can actually see, touch, feel, and mm-hmm. taste. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I, I'm sorry to say that's what it seems like it is. It's like it enslaves your mind and it's almost like an occult activity. Yeah. So um, they don't want you to know anything. They don't want you to study. And, and it says, um, and that's why, you know, when I ask people questions, they don't question God. What? What? What do you mean? Like, I can't question why I live this way. I just have to do it. Yeah. And that's and that's that's the same thing that happened in slavery. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, they were born into slavery or whatever else. And now this is the way it is. You sir, you pray for those who persecute you. Like, this, listen to the stuff that it tells you to do. Right. If somebody hits, turn the other cheek, take it. You know what I mean? Love those, love your enemies, those who persecute. No, that's bull. Mm-hmm. Nah, you slap my cheek. I'm going to turn the other cheek, but it's going to be yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's all there is, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because if you really want to be honest about it, <clears throat> there's two kinds of Christianity. The Christianity mm-hmm. was taught to the oppressor. And the Christianity was taught to us. You know, they they were taught, you know, uh, you know, God has blessed you with these people and you should manage them and and uh, bring Christianity to the infidel and, and destroy, you know, all this other kind of shit. You know, God has given you the land and the people in the land and all that kind of shit. But the people yeah. looking like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I mean, of all of the wonderful stuff that Jesus is supposed to have said, I never remember him saying anything about saying, you know, slavery is not a good thing. Right. And as right. a matter of fact, if I miss my guess, I think it's the book of Philemon where um, there was an escaped slave that ran away from one of the Christians. And uh, he was probably on his way back home, you know, waiting on the bus stop for the China bus to get the hell out of town. And he uh, ran yeah. into the Apostle Paul. Oh, and, yeah. And uh, Paul told him to go back. And Paul <laughs> ran some trickology game on him, you know, talk, started talking fast and slick and had the organ behind him. And next thing you know, he went back into slavery. Insane. <laughs> Insane. And that's and that's so, recorded, and you ain't never heard a sermon about that. Yeah, exactly. Because once again, I mean, the people, and that's another thing that kills me. Um, different organization takes, like you said, it's different teachings. They take different parts of the Bible to live according to their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because um, you know, the question I ask people: How in the world can a slave and a slave master have the same God? Mm. That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, even today, though, the KKK is listed as a Christian organization under the U.S. government when they clearly have been shown to be a hate group. They kill people. They like that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm -hmm. So it's like people, you got to wake up. Yeah, you got to wake up at some point. You know, what I mean, everybody, they, they take little bits and pieces and like even this is off topic, but they're even like here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like I drive around, there are some churches that have the uh, the gay flag on it. And I don't want to get into to that discussion. That okay. each is on. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, if you read the Bible, it says that that clearly is an abomination before God. So right. 
have a church that says it, and you have a big sign that say "All are welcome" when mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the pride flag. Yeah. Okay, whatever. So you got all these different groups that take different pieces of this book and live according to whatever suits their life. Yeah. And that's why you have what a million, <laughs> how many different denominations of Christianity itself: mm-hmm. Lutheran, Baptist, Pentecostal, Apostolic. Like, come on, man. If it's all the same book, same document, why in the world we got all this separatism? Why? Well, what you what you and I've I've noticed that in the '90s. Matter of fact, the first one of the first uh, Christian events I went into when I was in college in '90 no, that was '87. Shows my age mm-hmm. in '87. There was a debate at my school. It was a um, Christian Presbyterian was and they was talking about should gays be accepted in the church, and so that was '87. So, wow. you know, if you just adhere to the scriptures, that doesn't make sense. But if you step back right. and you look at it on the abstract, that's business behavior. All you're doing yeah. is trying to open up your markets. Okay, the single that's- mom market is drying up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so, so I got I to gotta expand, you know what I mean, to yeah. some people with some disposable income, which is gay people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like they have a lot of kids to spend money on. They got more disposable income. I mean, let's be honest. So you yeah. just opening up your market, you know, kind of a thing. And you can call it religion or whatever or revelation if you want, but we all know. You just yeah. you just trying to find other markets to sell your 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 shit in, you know, basically, your product. Right. Now now here's the other thing that we have to and this is the devil advocate part again. Mm-hmm. At least for African American people, church has been a place of therapy. I'm not gonna say healing, because mm-hmm. if you have to keep going, you're not being healed. You follow me? Uh, you know, it's hello. like you get methadone as opposed to getting off of whatever drug you're connected to. I, I feel right. like church has been a kind of therapy. Uh, people mm-hmm. go there, they cry, they pray, you know, they hope, you know, that, that shit will change in their personal life. And then they hear the music and then they get happy, they get elated, and then they hit this pastor, you know, pat him on the head and say, they're there, you know, it'll be okay if you just get more money. And then they go home to face that struggle again on Monday. Uh, if right. you take that away, what are you going to replace it with? Um, like I said before, businesses. Okay. You. The thing is, like, people have these, a lot of these issues come from the state of poverty that we're in, mm-hmm. our financial state. That's why, that's why so many people, they look for hope and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, people have other it's not just financial issues. They have other people have known they have psychological issues they need to deal with and it helps them, whatever else. Mm-hmm. But I, I think all of this can be taken care of um, without the church, just with having communing amongst people, okay. meeting people, you know, actually going out and talking to people. Um, because the thing is, church is almost like it's like um, like in school growing up the most ineffective way to really reach a child is through the lecture method in school. And that's what church is. Like you sit there, you just come out there, you sit in the seat, get talked to for a little while, give up your money, get your little shot of hope for the week. You know, you little hit, right. you know what I mean? But nobody who's actually having a one-on-one talk with you, yeah. you know, like we're doing now, who's sitting down and talking to you about your issues or whatever else, instead of you just running up to the front every Sunday and the pastor saying, you know, God told me you're going through something. Well, no shit. We all are. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Thanks. Thanks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
there can be so much more healing um, if people just talk to one another mm-hmm. instead of instead of praying to praying to Jesus and hopefully hope hoping he answers your prayer or whatever else. Talk to a real person. Right. They can give you some advice and you can work, work through your issues that way. That's been my church. Mm-hmm. Like I've had I sit there. I mean, just like with you, I, I told you something I need to talk to you. There's something heavy on my heart. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to church and run to the pastor like pray for me. There's something on my mind. Right. No. Came to you, told exactly what's on my mind, and we're able to talk about it. And I think there's so much more healing in that versus going and spending your money um, every Sunday for this little shot of hope and whatnot. Um, Like I said, if you if you take those if you take those those churches and replace them with businesses, Mm -hmm. then you then people that aren't hoping to change their situation. But their situation is being changed because they're becoming more financially stable. Exactly. You know, and th- that way they're able to help themselves and help others to bring others out and give them real hope versus mm-hmm. having to they die and hopefully they see some some golden streets in heaven. Right. Nonsense. You know what I mean? Right. But, uh, you know, there, there, there's there's a lot of stuff that we can do. If we just sit down and have a simple conversation with one another. Mm hmm. It, it really it really can do a lot of real healing versus versus treating like the church does. Now, you you mentioned, um, you know, being someone that, you know, thinks outside the box and, and things of that sort. Are you the only one in your circle that are having these kinds of of, of, of dialogues? I mean, you know, these kind of thoughts. I mean, are you the odd man out in your circle or is your your folks, you know, in your you know, constituency, so to speak, are they thinking the same thing? No, I mean, I've been, I've been blessed enough to be, uh, to have many friends who are, um, who, what we say, waking up, you know, usually whatever that term, uh, terms, waking up and, 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 and getting away from, uh, blind faith and actually reading and learning more and, and actually realizing that, um, talking to one another is real love and, and stuff like that, being good to one another and, and people and your neighbor and, and even strangers, um, just being a good person. Mm-hmm. But have to go to church. You don't have to be under any religious sect or anything like that. Just be a good person. And I'm, 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 I'm glad that I'm able to, um, to be around a lot of those people, even though I'm still surrounded for the most part by those that are heavy into Christianity. Right. But, even in talking to them, because I talk to I talk to everybody the same. I, you know, I, I I tell them how I feel, and I bounce questions off of them. They bounce questions off of me. So at the end of the day, there's um, they still there's still never any answers with the Christians, um, but those that uh, those that are not, you know, they they they're able to give me <laughs> once again they're able to give me more information to the contrary. So it's like like real history. I had a conversation with a guy um, on Instagram for hours the other day. I never met this guy. Wow. But we were going back and forth. He was sending me different websites about the, the, the real Israelites and stuff like that. Just going and talking history. And we, we just talked for a long time. And uh, it's that to me is what real love and what, what real healing is. Because when the, first, the guy first started talking to me, um, 
he was kind of our, you know, he came at, on the post that I posted up. He was like, hey, man, blah, 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 it's just BS. Well, like, so I hit him up. Like, hey, man, um, I'm I'm interested in your opinion, but, you know, we don't have to be at arms about it. Right. I really want to hear what you say. And we wind up talking, man. And it, it, I think that is, I think that was a very beautiful thing. Man. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, I don't know if you have any other thoughts, but I feel like this might be a good place to to ask this question. So once mm-hmm. you left Christianity, was there a void and what did you fill it with? No, there absolutely was no void. Um, see, the thing is, with um, we're talking with people. And I'm glad you asked that question, because um, that is a question that has come up in talking to many a Christian. All right. So if you don't believe in Christianity and you don't believe in heaven and hell, then what happens after you die? What, what happens then? And what, we, what do you do? And like I tell them, what's the problem in saying, I don't know? <laughs> My thing is, what's the problem in saying, I just don't know? I don't have a clue as to what goes on after death. And I'm not really concerned with it mm-hmm. because, man, I'm placed here on earth. I'm going to have to live out my earth, my, my life here on earth, however it goes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a good person. I'm not going to kill, steal, do I'm still going to follow those same concepts that are not only in Christianity, but they span almost every religion. They tell you the same thing. Be good to your neighbor. Be good to one another. Mm-hmm. It's not, I don't know why Christians feel like they figured it all out, but right. I, don't, I don't see the problem is saying, I don't know. So who, uh, so if this happened, then when then God, and I don't know. Right. I don't know. And the thing is, why can't they say, I don't know? Nobody was there. And mm-hmm. I keep getting this. You're just going off the ideals of of other people. Well, what the hell is the Bible? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you write? Like you're doing the same thing. So the the thing is, people they take that 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 away. I'm not gonna say there's a void. I think there's more opportunity to learn to fill yourself with more stuff that actually can help you. Mm -hmm. Like I said. My dad, um, from the time I was young, I don't know him to do anything else but study the Bible. Mm-hmm. And- All right, a little technical. All right, I got you back, okay. And like I said, my father is a genius. Mm-hmm. If he took That's very true. time he did studying the Bible, studying business mm-hmm. and, and law, he would be mogul. Yep. Engineering. Yep. Yep. Oh man. He's a genius. He's already created stuff and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. When it comes to, um, when it comes to uh, the automotive world, cause that's what he lives. In. He studied a lot of automotive books and man, he excels. Mm-hmm. He's won awards and stuff on, on, on his job and stuff for the stuff he's done. Mm-hmm. And if he took time to feel some of that, you know, take some of that, that, that Bible study away yeah. and study some stuff here, like, man, yeah. yeah, some amazing things. So, like, like to set all say, no, I don't think there'll be a void, but yet there'll be more opportunity to do bigger and better things for not only yourself but for your community. No matter what race, creed, whatever you you are, it'd be more opportunity. This is the first time I've ever had to talk about Christianity and not gotten into an argument. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, what I mean? Um, if people want to reach out to you and. Uh, and, um, you know, 
uh, talk about this further, pick your brain, give you some scripture because you're lost. You know what I mean? How can they reach out to you, James? Well, I mean, you can you can find me all over the place. Um, my email, you can email me direct. I'm at uh, jameswatson00 at hotmail.com. I'm also uh, I'm on Instagram at j underscore w-a-t-t-s-8-2. You can find me there. Um, you know, um, and, and I'm open to talk to anybody. I don't care age, sex, religion. But I mean, I don't I don't care what it is. You know what I mean, talk to me because I, I really want to know because uh, as always, uh, I'm on a quest for knowledge and I want to know. You know what I mean? You know, I want to be informed of truth. So if somebody has it, <laughs> please, please let me know. <laughs> 